0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Feddinger Podcast. Today we had the pleasure of having the two co-founders of Melbourne Muslims on the podcast. Abduwali and I were able to touch on so many interesting topics like their revert story, coming out of prison, running a nightclub, drugs, and how now they're aiming to build their own community here in Melbourne. I hope you guys do enjoy the episode. I'm going to let them give a small introduction and then we'll begin.
1: Assalamu alaikum. My name's Jeddah. I'm one of the co-founders of Melbourne Muslims. And this
2: is Sarah. I'm Sarah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we've talked today just a bit about how Melbourne Muslim has started as an organisation and a bit about our conversion stories as both of us as reverts. And
2: We're talking about how I used to run nightclubs and then how I converted in prison and how we're now transferring those skills over to to help our community and benefit our community. So yeah, inshallah, it's very interesting stuff, very real and um, yeah. Stay
3: tuned. Fun. You know what
2: I mean? We've got to have fun in our community. Like, just because we're Muslim doesn't mean we can't have fun. Yeah. You know? We should have more fun. Yeah? Without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think.
0: Have you ever went to an event that you thought, hey, this is actually fun?
2: Yeah, but I would chop a little bit out of a few and make them into one event, which is kind of what we're hoping to do. We even... We were going to play a game with balloons, but then it turns out that might be a bit hot on, so we're not going to do the balloon game Wait, anymore. wait, what
3: type of balloons? Like regular hot? balloons?
2: Like balloons and prizes in them. Because we were going to ask people to pay like 50 bucks for a ticket to like go in the drawer. And then how did it work? Like a bow and arrow, you shoot a balloon? No, that's well, a good cool yeah, idea. To play
1: the game, you have to pay money to enter, but it's a bit like that uh, it would come under gambling a little bit. But yeah, we're just so thinking, weird. oh, fundraiser, like it's a donation to enter yeah, and then you've got a chance to win. Because
2: right. there's, there's like a chance. But it's a risk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're, you're, I get that. A game of skill,
1: if we skill. Skills. The darts yeah, the or something. Yeah. yeah. So you got to join me on yes. the team. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's
2: do it, yeah. No, let's do it definitely. Yeah, because we've
1: got the boys from the block. They've got a really good energy and we yeah. just want to make it a fun night. Yeah. How would you
2: guys meet them or connect? So we're, we can be really annoying, I guess, but um, we it's just about texting them. Like when, when COVID happened, right, and um, we had to move everything to Zoom, but we still wanted to be doing stuff. Um. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I'm just going to message all these really big names because who kno- who knows? Like, you know what I mean? But I'm surprised, Alhamdulillah, with how many actually got back to us and said, yeah, we'll do a Zoom with you. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. We just yeah. some big, just some deep big deep names deep. that you <laughs> messaged. Dunya Shuab, she's that really nice lady. Okay. Like, she talks very nice. Yeah, she's
1: from the US. The US, yeah. yeah and okay. we've got
2: Yasmin Mujahid's husband. Yeah, Kasim. Um, yeah, Kasim, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we've got good. him. And then we've got um, – oh, we've got a big surprise for our Get A Life camp next year, but I'm not going to – Get A Life camp. Get A Life – it's a good Everyone name, loves yeah. laughs when <laughs> they So you just
0: reached out to people and it worked out? And Like, yeah. what was the rate? Like, yeah. most people replied?
2: Most replied, yeah. Oh. Yeah, some, some didn't, but – they probably, I don't think they even saw the messages. Yeah, so some
0: people are just like, yeah. but I know, like, for example, we had, you probably know Adam Saad, yeah. the mm. footy player, he, he has a social media and he goes, my sister handles mine. Yeah, so It's one of those things where sometimes one guy just like, I don't like social media, Yeah. so their sister or their cousin or someone else does it, and they don't check the messages. Mm. So it's if, an understandable yeah. roadblock in yeah, a lot even, of Yeah,
2: even Nazim Hussein. um... You know, he saw the message. I didn't think he would, but yeah, I'm up for it. He goes. Have hmm. you got him here? No, not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah do yeah. it. We need to, yeah. Yeah, just message him on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, inshallah. That'll be very good. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. You only want to connect
3: away from a person as well, if you really want to. You know what I mean? More than likely that would.
2: My my all-time dream for Melbourne <laughs> Muslims to get is Yassir Qadhi. No. And the other day I died when I saw that Bilal Assad is doing a talk with him. Mm. So I can be very annoying to Bilal. <laughs> when <laughs> I want him to do an event, I just get on his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, gets,
0: he gets pumped. On his, I've seen his phone. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds yeah, of his yeah. calls, texts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but um, he'll always get back to us. We know Beautiful. he will, inshallah. He's yeah. getting very famous now, but yeah. we know he'll still... Instead of asking three times, I might have to ask five but yeah, he'll still get back, still yeah, get yeah. back yeah. to us. And I can be really shifty because I'll say I'll say to all the other international speakers coming, I'll be like, do you know um, Bilal Asad's coming to our event? And so then they'll come because <laughs> they want to talk with Bilal. Yeah. And then I haven't even asked Bilal to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go to Bilal and I'm like, um, so I told everyone that you're coming to this event and they said they're coming just because you're coming. So... Help me out here, yeah, yeah. and no. and I did it again with the fundraiser. I said, um, "I go, oh, the Block brothers—they're only coming because you're coming, you know—and they really like you." But the Block said nothing of the sort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we were trying to work out how to get the Block to agree to come, yeah. you know. So and um, below, I knew something was up because five messages later, he still hadn't replied, and I'm like, "This is not like him." Yeah, mm. yeah. I know he's getting famous and everything, but not nah, yeah. like. Five it's just not like. like him, and um, then he finally got back to me, and he's like, "You're gonna hate me," and I'm like, "No." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got something on that yeah. day. He does a lot so, of weddings on the weekend. Yeah, like um,
0: I remember, I called him once for a favor, like on a weekend, and he goes, "It's Saturday. I have six weddings that day. Oh. <laughs> think six in a day." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's mashallah. So these brothers on the block, now you're connected with them and you got them on, it wasn't too hard? Because nah. I thought that would be I, – I wanted to get them on the podcast, but I thought yeah. it be a hard thing to do. No,
2: nah, look, we can put in a good word for you. Um, but I think with the block also it's a building project. So they've probably been asked a lot to do fundraisers and mm. stuff like this. But the bottom line is, is we're doing a project on building houses, which is right up their alley. So mm. um, it might it's only natural that they might be a little bit more excited about our event than others. See, I don't know that. I'm just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys watch the block? No. Nah. I just started <laughs> watching <laughs> Never seen, haven't seen an episode. Oh, no. <laughs> I watched it in jail, actually. That's where I watched it.
0: Yeah. Because oh, yeah. 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 even one of the guys that won, uh, I think it was Omar, on the first episode of the block he goes, I've never watched the block in my life. Yeah. Mm, no, yeah, I haven't yeah. yeah. watched it. So it's one of those things. <laughs> I Sakhal and I, the other member, we we loved it. We watched like yeah. every episode. Yeah. <laughs> but Muslim guys on, so we had to support, like always, you know. Yeah. yeah. I do not really enough. watch T V. But um we said TV we told either.
1: them we hadn't watched it and they're like, Don't don't watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So But I just started watching it now. Damn. Now that they're coming. So
2: Yeah. I I went to watch one episode the other mm. night actually, but I didn't last.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I
2: started daydreaming about building my own house one the day. Your pension span, yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. money they got, man. They yeah. can just do whatever –
0: they re- really do whatever they
2: want. Yeah. You know? What would you do if you got a big chunk of money like that, though? Yeah. You'd probably mm. already have plans for it, right? What would I
3: do with it? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm. How, much probably, is, how much was
2: it? I'd probably buy one of those $5,000 huts in Turkey at the moment. Yeah. The earthquake ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> probably everyone's already finished – you know, they're like, oh, the earthquake happened, but now – Time to move on. People forget. People forget, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like if someone dies. Oh, it's like a donation? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, oh. like, if yeah, you're... Okay. Just say, like, your family member dies, right? Your husband or your wife or whatever. And um, everyone comes to see you in that first couple of months, but it dies off, right? Because people forget. People move on. But um, if you want to be like you know if you want to go that extra mile just remember like a couple of months down the track hey that person's going to be really feeling it now mm. do you know what i mean and so all the attention's off yeah the attention's off there mm. so I, and i think that with turkey the earthquakes like um you know everyone mashallah jumped to help this cause and it's actually the reason why we postponed our fund this this rebuilding lives event instead of doing it through Ramadan, I just went from a business point of view, I'm not doing that. Like there's no way we're going to compete with, we're trying to raise money here at the end of the day. Like Mm -hmm. um, let the Turkey thing happen. But now that it's finished, I, I just want everyone to like sort of take a minute to remember that people are still recovering from that. Like, So, if it's possible, just put another five, ten bucks in, Mm -hmm. like, or five grand to buy a little house. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But also give us money for our houses because we are building houses, not tents. Yeah, you're doing it
0: in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, we got one brother, um, Ismail Davids from NZF. Yeah. And he really was talking about how, like, zakat and sadaqah, everyone thinks, oh, we'll send them back overseas. But why it's local, zakat is so important. And then, even from the Islamic perspective, like, that is. Help you know.
2: your community first, and it's like I heard on a Matt W fundraiser. They did an online fundraiser not long ago, and um, and I remember saying I watched a little bit of it, and the brother said he's like, "Look, what you give to someone in South Africa, um, you need to give more for someone in Turkey because they're they're already used to a way of life that is more like with people in a uh, remote village in South Africa." Mm getting a water fountain is going to be gold to them, yeah. mm. you know, whereas this is a basic necessity in a place a like standard, Turkey, standard do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. so instead of getting people a little tent, you really need to be getting those cabins and yeah. mm. with heating aircon already there, you know, yeah. the standard of living is a bit more. Mm. Um, and so when, when it comes down to our project, of course we need $2 million at least because we're building quite a few little units – you know, and the cost of living goes up. Everything goes up. Like, so you're trying to build units for... Yeah, little units. Uh, originally it was townhouses, but obviously plans change. Mm. And there's reason behind that. those. Um, we don't really want people leaving domestic violence being stuck in a house with other people. They might just need their own space for a minute. Um, so now we'll do little units. But, I mean, next year that plan might change again, policies and mm. procedures. Mm. New laws might come out and we need to adapt with that quickly... We can't sit there and go, oh, but we said we were going to have free townhouses, you know, and now we can't do that. What are we going to do? No, you just got to adapt very quickly. Bang, bang, get onto it. Like, you know, go with the flow. Mm. Yeah.
0: So your goal is to buy units of people that go through domestic violence have a place to stay, like a safe
2: place? Girls coming out of jail, girls um, leaving domestic violence, girls wanting to get off drugs and alcohol, all these Every day, every day I get text messages. We get a lot of newly practising Muslims day. as new, well. Yeah, every day. They can't practise Islam oh. in
1: their houses or they're fearful their family's not accepting. So we will support those sisters as well.
2: So many sisters can't pray new reverts. Like they can't pray, they're praying in the bathroom. They're so scared, what do I do? My parents, if, they, if I lock the door, they'll ask what's going on. So it's, it's a very real thing. Like it happens. My own dad, my biological dad, when I say... My dad is my adopted dad, but my, when I say my biological dad, I mean my biological dad. Mm. I don't really know him. Yeah. But when I went to see him and I put on a scarf, he chased me off the property with a vacuum cleaner, yeah? yeah. Take that off. Like, yeah. have a bottle of vodka instead. You know? And this is normal. This is what's normal in that, 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 that world.
0: So, mm. yeah, well, I think before we touch on what you guys are doing, Melbourne Muslims, it might be good to touch on the, these stories. Because yeah. for someone like us, we're born Muslim. Um, yeah. Most of our friends born Muslim. So we're not um, experiencing this a lot. Like my mum's my best friends, three of them are reverts. Yeah. But because they're my mom's best friends, they're not delving deep into their stories. Yeah. And a lot of reverts have different stories. Sometimes the family's supportive <coughs> and sometimes mm. they're not. And that's where you know, you'll go through uh, yeah. quite a lot of trauma. So I think maybe it would be good if people can hear about you guys' story.
2: Yeah. So I ran nightclubs for... My whole adult life, yeah, from eighteen to like thirty something, and you're um, in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, all these big parties, and you know, what do you mean you ran
0: nightclubs? Like, were so you I was just head like promoter.
2: Okay. So and then I was. So what happens is a a nightclub, sorry, a, a promotions place will rent out a nightclub yeah. and then whack their brand on that night. So Friday nights at Viper, Friday nights here, Saturday nights at Zoss bubble Mm. hard candy whatever you know so it would be that night and then you'd also do these massive big big parties like new year's eve tiesto and all this sort of stuff and you know so you know it was a lot of fun like i don't regret it how can i regret it when it brought me to islam like it's true i know some people are like oh you shouldn't talk about your past well i learned at the get a life camp that my past can benefit people so, I'm no longer going to have the opinion of like shying away from it. There is obviously some things I will always keep to myself. It's, yeah. There's no benefit mm-hmm. in me um, talking about it. Yeah. Um, but the way the youth reacted to my story at the camp, I'm sorry, but hmm. I you think know,
0: the difference is sometimes people tell their story to normalize sin. Yeah. And, but if you well, tell your you story and it. say, for example, I ran nightclubs, it didn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, did every single um, drug, drink, whatever, friends, they put me in all different directions. None of this gave me purpose. Like yeah. Sonny Bill Williams has this, yeah. he talks about it, he goes, I had all the successes, it didn't make me happy. So him talking about his past is actually beneficial. Yeah. It's more about when someone goes, man, I used to go clubbing, I missed that life. You know, yeah. me and the girls, I missed that. It's like, yeah. that's the, that's the flaw in talking about your past.
2: Yeah, so the thing with a past like that, you're living the high life, you're making a lot of money, you've got all penthouses, apartments, you've got people, your house is the place to be, you know, and and um, that's all good and proper, but it's very, um, even though you're living the high life, you actually it's actually quite a cheap life. And what I mean by cheap is, um, like, it, it doesn't last long. Like, do you know what I mean? And even though I went quite a long time without... Because in the end, I ended up dealing drugs, yeah. yeah. So uh, that came with running nightclubs. Like I had free range to sort of have the dealers in the club have my stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, you know, and back then it used to be quite corrupt with the cops. So we, we knew, we were always told when the club was going to have undercovers in it. Yeah. So I would take my dealers back and let all the other dealers get caught yeah so do you know what i mean and this this you start getting this complex of like i'm it in a bit and this is the danger right yeah. it's not about how long or you know everyone's like oh if i do this i might go to hell for five minutes but then allah will have mercy on me and take me out that very well might happen but you you end up doing shirk and you don't even realize it because you're like i'm it in it a bit i don't need to do that i don't need your your you're, um i know okay so you've got someone that doesn't pray right and there's a difference between Bilal Asad was telling me there's a difference between like knowing deep down like I know I should be praying I'm too lazy to do it Allah forgive me like you've got that regret but when you start thinking Allah knows I'm a good person and I don't have to pray yeah. mm. because he knows I'm a good person yeah. this is what you risk doing you when you have a when you're in that that world you risk basically going you know Allah will let me off, like, uh, I'll be okay, even though I wasn't Muslim then, like, but if I was to have died then, one, even though I didn't know what shirk was, 100%, I would have died doing that, without even realising it, do you know what I mean?
0: So you, in your 30s, you were starting to work in these clubs, and you started dealing with drugs? I
2: started 18 then, I was 18 when I started, and when I got to 30, it all started going downhill, because, well, I got with... guy basically (laughs) yeah i committed to somebody and um then your mind comes off the job and starts getting distracted which is a bit of a lesson to to the young ones you know as well if you want to look at it that way but um yeah so anyway i started getting caught i started getting busted is this with the drugs yeah okay so i got busted um with stuff that was used to make the drugs and then firearms and then you know, drugs, but the things that just kept happening. Yeah. Mm. Once I was on their radar, I just kept getting done. Yeah. No mm. matter what I did. it and was You were distracted. Yeah, they were, there was this like, damn, I'm done again. Like yeah. it got to the point I'd just be having a laugh with them. Like, all right, you you've got me again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa. You know, yeah. Uh, and then so? <laughs> so I went to jail eventually. Yeah. All of this because you kept getting caught? Yeah. Okay. 2010. And it it was a blessing actually that I kept getting caught because in the end, I didn't know at the time, but this thing called consolidation or going concurrent, Mm -hmm. your sentence going concurrent. So I got, I went guilty for the big things, for the big things, but then I, um, all the little things would have been thrown out of court. So that kind of paid off for me then. Mm -hmm. But um, I still ended up doing three years and I converted to Islam at the end of that three years in jail. Yeah. and um but i but i got out maybe a month later and i didn't know so instead i start walking around going, yeah i'm muslim now like with a bottle of vodka in my hand
1: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like and my the parties at my house all of a sudden turned into talking about islam yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i had no idea what i was going on about you know i had no clue i, I wasn't even googling it yeah. Yeah. i was can, just
0: can we hear about this because you are our first guest has actually been to prison Yeah, Yeah. oh really? (laughs) (laughs) I can give you a lot more. It's it's
2: actually a bigger problem than what we might want to admit in in the Muslim community. But yeah.
0: But can we talk about like even just even before Islam and then we'll touch on that reverse? So there's a couple years in prison. How like obviously twenty ten to twenty thirteen. How is life in prison? Like what is it like even because I was a
2: dealer, it was okay for me. Um
0: through connections?
2: everybody was nice to me because they would have been thinking like no one says it but i'm guessing they would have been thinking once i get out if i'm her friend i'll be able to hang out with her and get free gear you know like yeah yeah, it's it's very fake world it's a very fake world i don't care who you think you are everyone sits there and goes there's loyalty there's this there's that and i'm not saying you don't feel that at the time but i'm telling you your priorities are going to change whether it's taken away from you because you've ended up in jail, you've ended up dead, mm-hmm. or something's happened. Um, look, I see a lot of people have babies and stuff. Or oh, I Sorry, not see, I saw a lot of people. And you would think that that would have been big enough for them to snap out of it, but it, it actually rarely was.
3: As in snap out of getting going back and forth yeah. between jail? Yeah,
2: you think, oh, my wife's pregnant now, so the poor wife's at home thinking, oh, you know. He'll pull up now, yeah. but I hate to say it. It was not. It was, was like it wasn't a big enough reason. Was this
0: a mixed prison? No, say, say
2: the, I was in a girls' prison. Okay, but I hung out with a lot of men okay. yeah, in yeah. my past because I was one of the boys a bit. Mm. Yeah. that's how I was raised, really. Yeah. So.
3: But do you think? What would you say the problem lies in? Would you say it's the prison system itself or the people's? No, the prison
2: system itself is there to rehabilitate people. Yeah you know but it's it's what it's what someone wants to make of it mm-hmm. unfortunately a lot of people go in there and they um end up just making more connections for for that world yeah, you yeah, know yeah. so they end up deeper into the crime mm. but you know like with melbourne muslims you know every now and then there'll be one that that works out and it's worth it Do you know what i mean so um but then yeah so i converted in there and um how did
0: you convert were people cuz i heard like one of my one of my friends is a revert and his brother was in prison and his brother reverted in prison. And he said it's a big thing. Where It's becoming a
2: common thing, yeah. yeah. And we started a bit of a trend as well, me and this other girl. But that was when I went back in a yeah. few years later. What you,
0: in, you went back to prison?
2: Yeah, so I came out and I thought, yep, I'm Muslim now. Um, and then I started reaching out and I started making connections, but with Muslim men. And this was never going to end well, of course. I'm mm. sure you've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, they were still all gangsters and this and that, you mm. know. But um, And then they feed you their version of Islam, mm. you know. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I, I decided to stop being a dealer at some point between 2013 and 2000 and something. Yeah, what was I saying? Um,
1: When you decided to change yeah like you're lifestyle. reaching out
2: to these people and unfortunately it attracted men um and then like basically i i, I did stop dealing um mm-hmm. based on like someone going i don't want you to deal anymore yeah and i was like okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but um i went and lived back at my mum's for the first time since i was like 14 i moved out of home when i was 14 wow. and yeah and um where are you from like is it i grew up in melton okay yeah out in yeah. the west yeah. Yeah, yeah, but what happened, um, I went to live with her but then I got bored and this is going back to something we learnt with Melbourne Muslims as well. When we're helping people with drug rehabilitation, you cannot just expect someone to sit at home and twiddle their thumbs. You can't expect someone to just get straight and be like, oh, you know, stare at that blank wall with no new friends and no new anything and,
1: expect you know,
2: God damn you if you don't stay straight. Yeah. this is You're just setting them up for failure. Mm. Yeah, exactly. yeah, haven't we? We've learned with Melbourne Muslims, like, the we kind of didn't learn because we knew from the start, and it's something we've implemented since the start, if you give someone a new environment, new friends, and hello, fun, you watch them make that change themselves. True? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Just being current in their lives and just being constant. Like. Yeah,
2: like not letting yourself get taken for a ride. You've mm-hmm. got to, gotta, you know, mm-hmm. but... Um, So beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When it works out. And sometimes they come and go, but we know that we're home for them. They'll They'll always be able to reach out no matter how many mistakes they make. And they yeah. might, re- we might have blown the budget with them and they might still keep reaching out, going, I need a new couch. I need yeah. this. I need a calls voucher. It's like, yeah. bro, your budget is blown. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you can come on a hike with us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's the ones that, when they do say, yeah, okay, you don't know. You do not know. You know how I can, why, I, the one thing when I um was like, you know, 18, I was 18, I just started dealing and my dealer was an Albanian Muslim, Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah? Can you see where this is going? Yeah. So one day I, I, I would um, tick like 5,000 pills or something off him, go to the city, come back and pay on the Monday. Well, one day we're sitting out in front of his house on the steps and it started raining and I was like, why aren't we going inside? And he's like, because you're a girl. What do you mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he explained it to me. I'm Muslim and we don't we don't let ourselves be seen like the you dynamic, know? yeah. And, and it dawned on me the whole time we'd been in public, the whole time. I didn't even notice. Yeah, exactly. And that stuck in my head for years. Mm. Even he's so, conscious of that.
0: Yeah. Something Apparently so small. Yeah. I wanted um, to
3: backtrack it just a little yeah. bit. When you were in prison, obviously through your conversion story or whatever. Yeah. I want to know, like, how it came out to Was there, like, a light? Oh, Islam. So, what happened?
2: Yeah. I was actually raised Mormon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you oh. know much about that religion? Um, it's in they Utah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I know <laughs> in America. I've, yeah. I, I've watched some
0: videos on that.
2: <laughs> They're yeah. pretty strict. That's all <laughs> I know about strict. it. I yeah. seen a
0: podcast from a Mormon guy recently. Yeah. They're
2: very strict. And um, okay. this is not a good thing to be very strict and harsh like this. It's not, it doesn't pay off in the long run doesn't so that's a message to parents whoever wants to take that on can yeah if not mm. think about it again yeah, <laughs> there a big mormon community here in australia there is yeah okay but it's very strict so um well not the religion but the way it was put to me okay. it's strict yeah? yeah and i don't deal well with that at all my personality it just if i feel trapped i'm gonna run yeah mm. yeah but um
3: so you were raised mormon
2: i was raised mormon yeah, yeah. and um What's the question again?
3: So there was there like a moment that introduced yeah. you to sound like so
2: when I was in prison, I yeah. thought, oh I better read the Bible again.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and I started reading it and um and I was literally there, like it saying, I'm looking straight at it, it says don't do adultery, don't do zina, don't yeah. don't have sex out of marriage. So I'm looking at it, I'm like, all right, so that's that that is a rule. Yeah, people just don't follow it. yeah mm-hmm. And then it says don't eat swine. And I'm like, what's swine? Yeah, yeah. That's pork. Yeah. So I'm looking straight at it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Another dead set rule in there that people are ignoring. And then don't drink alcohol. And then God is saying, like, I am one. Like, you know, like, um, no, that's not what he says. Sorry. I'm a jealous God.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm a jealous God. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just went, hang on. It's okay if you don't want to. Follow the rules. That's each to their own. That's up to you. Mm-hmm. But don't say there's a that's it's not a rule, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't say, "Oh, I'm allowed to do this," or "I don't have to pray because Allah thinks I'm good." Mm-hmm. You know, like He knows I'm a good person. Like the rules still apply. Yeah. If you don't want to follow them, be very clear so you're not misguiding other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was walking through the compound, and then a revert Muslim chaplain was there, mm-hmm. and she was holding a little book, and I just walked straight up to her and said. What's that? Like just real blunt. Like yeah. what's that? She's like, it's the Quran. Do you want it? And I'm like, yep. And I took it and I ran. Like I might have walked very fast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But I definitely walked very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I went back to the unit and I started reading. Um, you know, from the start. And I don't know. I got maybe half an hour in, and I got. I was reading Suratul Baqarah. Baq. How do you say it? Bakura. You said it. Yeah. yeah. You
1: did good. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mad. And um. There was a controversial verse there, yeah, yeah. and I, I just knew in my heart it was something about killing people or something, yeah. and I, slay them where we find them, something like yeah, this, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what it says right now, but I know it's going to make sense when I ask. Yeah. And I knew in my heart that it's the right thing. Okay,
3: even though you read that controversial, yeah. th- okay. I just
2: knew in my heart that there'll be an explanation behind that. Is that because that. the other things
0: you read before that? Because sometimes, maybe it's the first ayah, like someone goes, This is what it says. You're like, Oh my God. But then when you read maybe 50 well, ayahs before that and it yeah. says, Allah's mercy. Like he'll that forgive ayah you. says,
2: If they're coming at you.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. People forget, like, Of course, what are you going to do if someone's coming at you? Yeah. yeah. Of course, you're going to do something back. Yeah. You know? Yes? So, yeah, but that ayah does, ayah does get turned That's around. That's actually a lot. quite
3: interesting because I've always wondered, you know, when they take um, certain like, passages or whatever out of context. When you actually read it, you can understand why it's taken out of context. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then, like, obviously because I was born Muslim or whatever, it's like I look at it and I already have this, like, this bias in my head, whatever, it's the truth, this, this, that, you know what I mean? But then someone for you, it's. I've always wondered what it's like reading the Qur'an for the first time, you know? Because it's like there's that, that miracle aspect that people talk yeah. about or that connection, you know?
2: There's a lot of similarities with, um, with, um, with you know, the Bible as well, though. Like, mm. it's sort of... You can tell that it's the word of God, yeah? Can't mm. you? You can? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: But I think with Christianity, they say, like, even with the Bible or their teachings, it's, it's the people that don't follow it and they disregard it. Like you said about m- most Muslims don't say you don't need to pray. But most yeah. Christians, they'll read the Bible and they say, no, 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 that's actually different. It's, uh, get with the times bro yeah <laughs> and that's the thing where it's the followers it's the perspective on the religion where a muslim would never say the quran's wrong yep. or the quran made him like made a mistake and i would disregard those two surahs and i would take this one we don't at least that's not our theology on it yeah. so it's a very different approach but from that so you read the quran you're like whoa, was it like straight away this is um, Yeah, i knew i
2: knew and i was talking to a guy at the time that was muslim but um so in I, prison you can talk to yeah, I had into prison phone calls. He was yeah. in the slot at um, Barwin. Mm. He was in t- twenty-three hour lockdown. So. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, but somehow I managed to get into prison phone calls with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shifty. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, you get very bored in there, you do. So you know, you're always writing between the prisons, and it comes a. It's a bit of an outlet. It was, it's like keeping a diary. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Is that? Do you think that's also another reason why people then go get start to get curious about religion
2: well you've got a moment to think in there you've got for someone when people when people are using drugs and alcohol they're they're self-medicating probably um but if there's an addiction there yeah you're self-medicating and you're trying to fill a void in your life in a way like so you know what i mean exactly so now when that's taken away from you and you're in prison you can get pretty bored
3: and plus you only knew such a fast life, especially like moving very out at 14. fast. Yeah, moving out yeah. at 14 and, and 18.
2: I, I actually have bipolar. So yeah. what the thing with bipolar is you're very high. Like someone's just got married. Like yeah. today I'm, I'm okay today. Yeah. But you can get very depressed as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say you can get very angry. I don't get – when I was on drugs I did. But alhamdulillah now I'm a very calm person.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I can get quite depressed. Like if you saw me two months ago – Um, I even had to stop fasting Ramadan because Mm -hmm. I had hit that much of a low. Um, I spoke to a couple, a number of sheikhs and they said stop fasting Mm -hmm. right now. Um, And there was actually some research done where people with bipolar, they're high percentages as well. It's um, within the first two weeks of fasting, 40% will relapse to a low. And this is where you're you're almost suicidal. Mm -hmm. You're laying in bed for days. You cannot get out of bed. You can't even like. But there was no structure in my life as well because I had I was in between jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what triggered it.
3: Yeah. And definitely the lack of food as well. That's for sure. Yeah. And yeah. look,
2: um, there's there's I've got a blood test next week. Apparently there's something wrong with my blood sugars as well. Mm-hmm. Because I've never had problems. I've had bipolar my whole life, but yeah. I've never had problems fasting before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do we used to always fast Monday and Tuesdays yeah. and do yeah. IFTAs and but all of a sudden this year. I so I think there's a blood sugar issue. Yeah. But anyway, we'll find out soon enough.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: So is there a lot of people, because you meet uh, Muslim reverts all the time. Yeah. You
2: know, people are changing. Is there
0: similarities between both of your stories with a lot of other people?
2: There's a lot of girls that convert in prison. Okay.
0: Um, How about the same, like, with their family rejecting them? Like, is that very common? So
2: common. Okay. It's so common, isn't it?
1: And I think it's more just... Like I had a really supportive family. My family didn't reject it in any way, even though they were strict Catholics. Um, I did have some family members make a bit of a fuss about it, but overall they were supportive. The issue then became that I had no connections with the Muslim community, mm. and as much as I tried to reach out, I just didn't. I just didn't felt like I belonged with anyone. So it's very isolating when you yep. become a new Muslim, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and that's what the overall experience has been, even with sisters, that they have good families that are okay with them being Muslim. It's just trying to find that connection with others. You've got to find a and good, that new crew, group Because otherwise you end up going back to your other friends who yeah. aren't Muslim and, yeah.
2: Like, so I ended up having a uh, you know three years out, but then I went back inside for another year. And that's when I learned how to pray. I didn't learn how to pray or anything before I got out. I went back in and I learned how to pray and I put the scarf on and before you know it, we're converting half the prison. I was yeah. using Tim Tams to bribe everyone to come to the Muslim Friday thing instead oh. of the Christian thing on the yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah, she we're was using tim- her um, previous life skills. Yeah, <laughs> life <laughs> skills, <laughs> tans- transferable <laughs> skills, <laughs> come, come take my drugs instead. Yeah, yeah. No, come to Islam, we've yeah. got Tim Tams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, seriously, it's all about, you can't sit there and go, I've turned my life around. And now I'm going to be all depressed about it. Mm. You can't do that. If you know someone going through that, don't let them do it. It's -hmm. very easy to do. It is. Mm. I'm saying in public don't, but I've definitely had some days where I've just been like, Mm. this is never
0: ending. Look We also
2: understand Like you said before
0: That these things In your life happened Because it put you On the path And now you're very grateful Because uh, this yeah. If none of those things Happened You wouldn't have been Led to Islam Which is obviously The biggest blessing
2: 1000% Allah Is I the best of planners And right. I fully believe yeah. He's my best mate Yeah like, that's, that's, that's I fully a, yeah. believe He loves me Over everyone else <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful <laughs> that's <laughs> that's Sarah's the favourite you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> favourite <laughs> yeah. yeah I must be Yeah <laughs> 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 Because
0: there's a lot of youth that they get tested themselves, even if they're yeah. born Muslim. Like we say from the post-school, 18 to 25, they go to, you know, we have to be frank, <laughs> they, they do go clubbing, you know, talking, drugs, alcohol. They and give it a go, A yeah. lot of times they think, because <laughs> they got forced sometimes th- through religion, maybe through private schools, and they said, this is not what I love. You know, and then that feeling that maybe drugs, alcohol, girls, attention, all this stuff Self give them. Medicating, yeah. That's what they um, what do you say? Do you try to help the youth when they go through stuff? Is that something you We aim started to do doing
2: youth projects, yeah. Okay. And you've got to you know, get because, a life started. Yeah, the from. Get a oh, life, that's okay. where that started from. Mm. And the thing is with the youth, um, they unfortunately some of them are being taught Islam in a very strict way. And I say to those parents, please stop. Like, just stop. Be mm. your kid's friend once they become a teenager. You're not their boss. They own, they belong to Allah. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's, that's true. You know, even your husband, your wife, they're not yours. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, <fine>. that's <laughs> true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: they're Allah's. <laughs> so, um, you know, and that's why we started with trying to find events and do things for the youth. I mean, it's distracting What What else good. can they do? Like, I've got two teenage daughters myself, so. Yeah, it's a scary stage where, yeah, the friends are the biggest influence around them, and yeah, you really need to create that positive environment. You've for got them. to create it. Yeah, yeah. You provide a place where they can grow, and
2: you know, yeah, mm. make yeah. things fun. Mm. Yeah, make things fun, I'm not serious. I'd like to ask
0: as well because you know you just said you have two teenage girls. Um, I hear that sometimes it's tough for reverts to get married. Oh Did my god. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I, 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 just, I just think I'm
2: still was, was that? Did <laughs> <laughs> I touch her? Yeah. No, no, not no. at all. So I'm just saying yeah. you've I opened ju- a can oh of worms. Oh, gosh, <laughs> okay. don't start right. about reverts and marriage. <laughs> okay. um, reverts
1: are targets in the community, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I, feel um, I feel In I feel a good like way? No, no bad. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I feel like actually not just reverts, but
2: any vulnerable sister that's their self- self-worth might be a bit shaken up or a bit... Um, oh. It's very sad, but yeah. it's like, um, look, there's good men, there's bad men, there's bad men, there's bad women. And actually, uh, Allah tells us this because yeah, yeah, he yeah. says good women with good men and yeah. bad women with bad men in the yeah. Quran, right? Yeah, I remembered something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Much, yeah. Um, And so he's telling us there's people that we should watch out for. And then compatibility, like um, I think you guys actually did a podcast with someone and was it Bilal maybe? And, mm-hmm. and they were saying, slow down Mm. my advice to everyone in the community and we deal with a lot of sisters leaving marriages we don't we don't look at whose fault it is we don't actually that's not our job it's not our place to sit there and decide um oh that man did this to you or you did this to him that's not our job at all if a sister's feeling unsafe it's our job to provide her with mm. a place where she can start rebuilding her life, mm. yeah? It is not our job to break up marriages mm. and give verdicts and fatwas mm. and that is not our place at all. I don't even like listening to the full story. It's mm. not my place yeah. at all. Mm. Do you need to get away from where you are? Yes? Okay. Here's a hotel for a few days. Mm. Um, but it would be really nice <laughs> if we could have proper accommodation where we can you know, give them a three-month stay, intensive case management mm. right every where there or volunteers are there you mm. know um right what work do you want to do what do you want to study mm. get them ready for work get them ready for um you know meeting other sisters that that um they can move in with and, and you know get a rental together or something like this because they can't afford a rental on their own um so you gotta you gotta really like look at sustainable long-term options not something not a band-aid there's a mm. lot of Band-Aids. At the moment, we're only able to provide a Band-Aid hotel for a week or something. Yep. Mm. And then we might palm them off to NZF, who will get it for another week. Or, But this runs out. Mm. It has to. Answers, it's right? short-term answers. Yeah. We need to do better. And the, the, the thing is, like, and, and I said it a few weeks ago in a video, like, I ha- hate to be the one that says this, but look at the Christian, all, all the other emergency accommodation places in Australia, and they do so well. There's so many of them. They're Christian Catholic. What about us, man? Yeah. Come on, let's. Yeah. We're in Australia. We've got a massive community here mm-hmm. that we can be doing dawah to just by our own character, our own example.
1: And we have such a generous community yeah. as well. So no excuse and for us not. And successful too. Yeah. They're successful.
0: Yeah. It's, it's simple as the, what um, NZF speak about with Zakat. Like it'll be a completely different picture if everyone gave locals a cat. Mm. Yes. I understand people have family back home and they do want to yeah, give back. Yeah, of vaccine, course, yeah. Which is understandable. But even if it was like 60, 40, it'll be a completely different yeah. situation. But it's the mindset. Just a share know? of it yeah. to stay here yeah.
2: would be. If we could
0: just touch on that, um, yeah. the marriage topic, just because like, for example, young people like us, you know, um, I've never heard... Um, like my friends, at least the the under twenty five age group, speak about uh, marrying a revert as an issue. Yeah. yeah, you know, but maybe it's the parents because I'm not too sure. Sometimes people think if, uh, like, I mean, like my parents or uh, Abdulali's parents, like they might think if someone reverted two years ago, they might go back to their old religion.
2: I guess it's so a fear some people so have. That's, that's yeah.
0: sometimes maybe a thing that could limit parents. I'm not too sure. What some experiences you've had is it pretty much like. You don't even get those conversations sometimes. Because sisters don't approach as frequently as brothers as well. It's normally the brother's role to approach. Obviously, Mm. it can happen um, either way. But majority of the time, the brother approaches. So, it's a bit of a... um, I feel like this will become
1: the issue is that the reverts may attract men that maybe aren't practising... As strictly as well, so yeah. that becomes the issue because yeah. then they're getting men that will try and manipulate her way of you have to following ask to leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. whereas they're not this really practicing by themselves. Rule. So yeah. that I feel like is the issue <laughs> okay. so for they, amongst yeah. reverts. They yeah. mould yeah. the religion to their almost yeah. favour, basically. Yeah, yeah, and find someone yeah. that's vulnerable and doesn't know. So doesn't I, I say to
2: all reverts, learn your religion. Yeah learn your religion don't let a man teach you i mean yeah. we've had sisters possible. in the past mm. go
1: oh I, i'm ready i want to get married oh, and they're still thing they've they only just do. Converted not yeah. long ago and we're always just pushing sisters to yeah. get you know
2: and i think it's the australian culture the australian culture we weren't raised to be wives anyway yeah. right so i kind of understand the fear some parents might have you've got to take your time you don't want take your time just everyone slow down Mm. would you let your 18 year old daughter marry somebody that she's known for five minutes no no way so why why would a revert at 40 years old which is may 41 (laughs) go and marry someone in five minutes why would i do that yeah especially running an organization i'm here setting an example aren't i yeah, but it doesn't matter in my own personal life, does it?
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You
3: said t- you said to the like new Revert Sisters to learn their religion. Yeah, but there's only so much that they can learn in such a short amount of time. I guess. So
2: take longer. What's the rush?
3: Don't rush it. Essentially, what's mm-hmm. the
2: rush? It's all rushing. We see mistakes happen when you're rushing anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go slow and steady. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Is there a thing as well? So just with um Do Muslim bro- uh, Muslim revert brothers want to marry Muslim revert sisters?
2: I don't know what happens to the brothers. Actually, we see them converting. Ask Hassan Gloss, mate. All these brothers, every five minutes he got a revert this this brother. I don't yeah. know. I'll, I said to him the other day, I'm very interested to hear. You, you always film the converting. Actually, Duala ilaha, la, la. Yeah. I want to actually hear. You're obviously doing something right. Yeah. I want to hear what you're saying in the lead up mm. because they're walking in the office. Bang! 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 And five minutes he's getting these people converting, mate. We we need yeah. to be learning yeah. off him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Inshallah. Yeah. Yeah. Mate,
0: yeah. Cause I'm not too sure what how the <coughs> brothers are. Obviously, I know some Muslim brothers. We've had two guests that are reverts. At least that's coming to my mind. Yeah. They're both married uh, Muslim girls. Yeah. They were born Muslim. They didn't really have an issue. But I know uh, at least. Um, they were reverts for a couple of years, like they were five, ten yeah, years into so the Islamic yeah. journey. So it's been, also a bit yeah. different. It's yeah. like, hey, you know, like I know, I know how to pray already. <laughs> I'm going to the mosque, I've done classes or whatever they've done. They're, they're settled, they, yeah, yeah. And they're a bit older, like they're in their 30s. Yeah. They weren't young because there's a lot of reverts that are in their teens, like 18, no, 19. Yeah, there is actually. Yeah. yeah, it's a big thing. So it's like, okay, interesting. Yeah. I see it at the mosque all the time, all these young guys yeah. that are in school, just finished school, reverting. It's like, that's
1: you know, it's, it's mad. crazy. Yeah. We do. don't
2: know what's going to bring someone to Islam, and we don't know. It's not for us to sit there and um, and and try and think of why and how and you know Allah will bring you for something and that reason can very easily change you know mm-hmm. what I mean um, or be hurried up or you know what I mean like yeah
1: yeah
0: so when you work in the Muslim community one thing you see as a river is that the <coughs> we will say like Australian Muslims it's a bit tough because we all come from different cultures so all have it's different it's a culture clash sometimes and, yeah. and
2: you just got to sit back and go. All right, well, I'm still an Australian. I'm still Aussie as. I'm still Mm. a bogan, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm I'm very, very like that. And so you've got to sort of sit there and go, okay, so if I want to marry an Arab, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, (coughs) sorry. You've got to sort of sit there and go, okay, so I'm not going to become an Arab. Yeah. Mm. I'm still Aussie.
3: For sure, Mm. for sure. So
2: how are we going to live together? well both still keeping our cultures yeah mm. i know a lot of people do give up their whole culture and go i'm just going to be an arab mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but
3: you know oh i think the other thing as well is like separating culture and religion yeah. you know when those two things become intertwined yeah. it, the the water becomes murky a little bit yeah. and then what ends up happening is like <coughs> i guess what you think is right you make it seem as if the religion pushes it that way you know yeah, what i mean and
2: then we've got to remember that the australian laws as well a lot of people yeah. don't understand the australian law yeah um and Allah does say, "Live by the law of the land that you are yeah. living in." So, if in Australia, you can get an IVO and a um, what's the word for it? Um, an IVO is order. an intervention order. Yes. Yeah. So, so someone can go to the police and say, "I don't want that person near me," and you give them a reason, and um, they will put an IVO on that person. So they are yeah. not allowed near you. Yeah. Um, they're not allowed to contact you. They're not. You can go to jail for it. Yeah. If you do, and one of the reasons. Is if if a girl has to ask to leave the house, this is control. This is not allowed in Australia. Mm -hmm. So and this is a touchy subject. Okay. I do get a lot I get a lot of um I get a lot of like thing about this, all right? But it it has to be talked about. Um so we see the extreme of it. Okay. A girl's not even allowed to choose her own um sanitary item. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's telling her she has to wear this Mm -hmm. Or she um, can't speak to any female friends We see girls, they're very active Then they get married They're very active at our events They get married And then she can't come to our events And we know the husbands Mm -hmm. They're saying you can't go Why? This is a good group of sisters It's a halal, public, respectable environment Why would you not want your wife To be Mm -hmm. surrounded by this? So it's very worrying for us when we see this sort of control come out so we do see the extreme of it and when we're talking on a show like this we're talking about the extremes of it right (coughs) we're not talking about like hey babe i'm gonna go down the street that's that's good do that do that Mm -hmm. but the second that you're not allowed to leave the house to go and do something good yeah this is a problem this is what i'm saying is a problem Mm. okay you want to go to the mosque go what, why? Why wouldn't you go? Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to drive um, to see me mum. Go, but then I want to go drive and see my friend. Why not? Mm-hmm. If that friend's yeah. a good Muslim sister, why not? What's the problem? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Mm.
2: So when I'm, I just don't want what I said to get
3: misinterpreted.
2: You know. Yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah,
0: I think it's tough. You. You see, it's like when we have the NZF people. When we have all these people. You're seeing the extremes the extreme come to you it. all the time. Yeah. People coming to yeah. you for advice. So for the general population, they're not seeing this. They might hear one person did this, one person did that. It's like, oh, that's not that common. But obviously, the more frequently you get, it's always see, to you. Yeah. yeah, very so,
2: abusive, very controlling. Mm. It's there's one thing to be protective, and Alice says, doesn't he? He's like, you're protective for your women. Mm. There's one thing to be a cool protector and then there's another thing to be an abusive dog yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah um oh. so
0: maybe we'll ch- touch on how you guys started melbourne Muslims because obviously there's been a lot of points it's like okay, you made a comment about yeah. hike events this, oh my this, god this get a life camp so i Which think uh, oh we bought
2: presents, oh, we, presents.
1: Bought,
2: oh. we bought presents it's supposed to be reversed we come, we come bearing yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's i'm supposed to round. give you <laughs> the what Okay, doesn't matter. So <laughs> let's go. Let's go. He <laughs> said he should have been the other way they around. They should be yeah. giving us, gifts, <laughs> not us giving he them. Came gifts. On our show? Oh yeah, we're happy for that. Yeah. <laughs> so we have one of our. We we love the book idea. Yep. Yeah, the mic. Just the we mic. love books. Yep. So we wanna we wanna give you our little book that we made. It's the names of Allah, oh, and beautiful. to help people remember the them. Cameras
0: there. Yeah, show, show the oh, camera.
2: sorry. Yeah. So it's the names of Allah, but then to help people remember, we're putting like cause our, our audience a lot of rebats, so we want to um, do little doers to like, okay, so, you know, like, al-kaha, is that how you say that?
3: Yeah, pretty much, yeah, al-kaha. So the
2: doer for that is like, ya-kaha, please support my sister so nothing can overpower them with you on their side, mm. Mm. you know, or um, um, ask Sammy, like, ya, ask Sammy, you understand and hear everything, so grant me what is in my heart. Like, if you turn that, it makes it, look, and it comes back to that fun learning, right? Yeah. If you want to make something fun for people, it's going to stick in their head a lot more. So, I don't know how you do it with your kids, because I don't have kids, but. Yeah. I don't Same. have kids either. Same. I'm sure that, like, making things fun. look like we got kids. Fun, well, I don't know, you no, never know true. these yeah. days. Yeah. So. That's true. Not that young, <laughs> but you can't assume nowadays, you huh? You can't assume <laughs> yeah. anything yeah. these days, yeah. can you? So yeah, we were just. I, I really love that you yeah. guys have got the books going on because I'm a big thing with social media is destroying people. You know, like people need to get off their phones and do more reading.
3: Yeah,
2: reading, get outdoors.
3: Just, just yeah, to trigger you know, your brain. Mm-hmm.
2: Even read a book on your phone if you have to, but yeah. just do something. Don't you're scrolling like a zombie on. Yeah. You're sitting there doing this all day, every day. That's you're true. frying your you brain. Get It reminds me of ice. Yeah, uh-huh. you fry your brain and it reminds me the way you sit there. Uh, this is the same thing. You
3: know, you don't realise it. You don't realise till, it, till it. Till you escalating. get to a part of scrolling <laughs> and you got bored of scrolling. Do you get you what get I mean? bored of scrolling. <laughs> you, 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 I'll tell you why, because I mentioned this before, but um, I recently got off TikTok, yeah? And before I was on TikTok in the sense that I was just enjoying it, bang, bang, this, that. Then I got to the point where, you know, with the scrolling part, of it, you know what's addictive You're trying to find out what's coming next, Mm. you know? And because your algorithm can let you down (laughs) sometimes. You go on next and you don't find it to a point, you know? Yeah. And then you realise, okay, cool, I'm just distracting myself from a bigger (coughs) thing, you know? And you don't end up having time type of thing. But what's the second book?
2: Right. One of our, by far, our most successful um, events that we've been doing Mm. lately, and we're only doing this now, so it's sort of like... I'm so excited about it. Like yesterday we went on a hike. Again, we'll be doing hikes with the community, both brothers and sisters. And every time I'm just impressed, if if every mosque had this vibe, I'm telling you everyone would be converting because it's just this is beautiful Islam. Mm. The vibe at these events is it's respectful. No one's trying to do anything dodgy or talk or perv or you know, this is not happening. Do you know why? Because people are respectful. You know, um, and, and we're out in nature, like it was raining yesterday, it was pouring, and we were in Mount Macedon, fog everywhere, and yeah. it was so beautiful and thirty five people still turned up. Early in the morning? Yeah, no, I'm nice. eleven, so okay, it's yeah, early yeah. for some people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and, and it was like this picture actually, how it's all foggy. It was yeah. so beautiful, you know. Um, and these events these hiking events we're seeing a whole heap of new people we've never met before mm-hmm. turn up as well yeah. but i'm really big on nature stuff mm-hmm. and I've, i'm a big believer that we've got to get people out in nature like allah allah's you look around nature and it's like allah made this like mm. how can you not how can this not strengthen your a man for sure mm-hmm. you know what i mean like true. Mm-hmm. people you just have to give it a go one hour away, 45 minutes away, you've got Telangi State Forest here, Mount Macedon, 40 minutes this way. Get out of the city for a minute. You want your kids to get off the phone, but you're on the phone yourself. You want, you want your kids to get off drugs, but you've got nothing for them to do apart from go out with their mates and party. Yeah, Take them out. Take them on a weekend getaway. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do this with your kids from a young age, and I'm telling you, they will – they will always want to go back to that because it's a good memory. It's a good it's a good thing. So even when things like even if they do end up off track, that memory will still always be home to them. And it's a good memory. Yeah,
3: exactly. You know,
2: in nature, let your kids run free. If they want to break a leg, no worries. Like it's okay. It's part of learning. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I wanted to give you this book. I'm doing a Bachelor of Environmental Science, and a lot of my research, I use this professor. I would love to meet him one day. Um, it's David Lindenmeyer. Anyway, his name's, oh, there it is. David Lindenmeyer. And he's like, he's a, an expert on that Telangi State Forest area, um, which they like to log a lot. Is, it a, is he from Melbourne? Um, I don't actually know. Sounds American. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not worried about him. I'm worried yeah. about his work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah, but I wanted to give you guys this book. It's just, it's, it's so beautiful. Like, you know, and imagine praying in some of these places. Like, here, look at this one. Seriously, look at this. Imagine doing my grip there. Are you serious right now? You know
3: a spot you should try out? Have you ever been to Mount Oberon?
2: No, but I think someone mentioned it yesterday. Mount
3: Oberon is an amazing spot, especially, well. It's good because you still get that little bit of a hike in. Yeah. But then also it's not too difficult because not everyone can actually do a hike, you know what I mean? Yeah. And on top of that is… You it's can
2: walk slow though. That's the thing, we were walking pretty slow yesterday. Yeah. Um, we were out there for five hours, but then I build maps as we're going. Strava builds a map. Oh,
3: you're doing five-hour hikes.
2: Yeah, but it's only nine kilometres, but it takes us five hours. For and sure. then you look at the map it's built. You're only moving for two hours yeah. because everyone stopped, takes selfie photo. Exactly, we're moving very slow. It's yeah. not, it's not hard.
3: Well, you should do it, and trust me, for a sunrise as well, it makes it even more like exciting as well. But the thing is, it's like a two-hour drive, so
2: but the best places are far away. Far That's away, the thing. yeah. But yeah. there's some beautiful places only forty minutes away. Like yeah. it's just amazing. Like seriously, look around you. Look what Allah's giving us, and we want to put ourselves in a cardboard box.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know? yeah. I guess it was one of the benefits of COVID too. Yes. We had to really look outdoors and how we could still bring people together because mm-hmm. that's all our mission is about bringing people together. And sure. then um, with COVID, we ended up moving towards doing bushwalks and picnics and. Were you guys yeah.
0: always into this kind of thing? Obviously to think about it, you have to be um this can work out intimate. where you want to put that. Like were you always uh, someone who likes to go on hikes, bushwalks.
2: So as a kid, my grandma my grandma's a very big hiker. So my 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 not my biological dad, my adopted dad. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, that's my dad and my yeah. grandparents, I love them very much. May Allah make them Muslim. I mean, yeah. Um and my whole family and um but she's a very big hiker. So whenever I had my parents divorced early and um when i had every second weekend at his house it was usually out doing something in nature so that's kind of why i said what i said before like you know uh, that fun memory when you turn your life around the first thing i wanted to do instinctively just closer, go out yeah. in nature and play with animals yeah so you know now i've just done six years of uni on animals and you know yeah
3: 100% it's good because also the other thing with parents as well not that i'm a parent um but going back to the whole controlling nature that you're talking about, you know, it's like when you control them, you control them, you try morphing them into be into being into someone that they're not. Yeah. Later on they often like rebel from that. Yes. When whereas when you befriend befriend them, yes. what ends up happening is even if times get tough and then let's just say they've lost their identity, they've lost themselves. Like that inner child because you
2: didn't let them to have their own identity to start with. Exactly, yeah. It's not your kid to mold how you. It, this is not a clean slate project for you. Yeah, you have been given a child from Allah for sure. You know, there's four hundred or something genetic um, things from your whole family, your whole ancestors. You don't know what genetic gene of something personality your intergenerational trauma you don't know what part is going to end up in your child yeah the child is not going to be like you
3: yeah
2: it doesn't have to be you don't yeah. know let that child grow in community services the the definition of um what children um have a right to is a a, a place to grow or oh, sorry a place to grow safely so yeah. to safely grow and what does growing mean let them grow.
3: Let them fall down. Let them make mm. mistakes. Yes. and Yeah. Had to have yeah. those like hard times. I think it's the same with also like other relationships as well with friends and all that I kind of stuff. I think in any relationship. Yeah. As
2: soon as you start caging people, this is not sustainable. It might, it might work out for you for a minute. Yeah. Like in drug dealing, it works out for a minute because people, you know, it's like we used to tick people, yeah? You can owe me for that gear. Yeah. Because you know they'll come back and when they pay you, they'll get more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but trapping people. This is, it's not sustainable in the long term. So transferable mm-hmm. skills again. You got to look at things. Mm.
1: Mm.
3: Where do, where does it usually stem from? Would you say like, well, with like relationships with partners, maybe it's probably because of I don't know insecurities or something. That's what people usually. Blame maybe it.
2: people are taught that as well, and they're taught that it's the right thing to do. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. be your be your partner's best mate. How's that sound? No, it's it's be it's your strange. partner's bestie, like. You know what I mean? Obviously with some attraction, But you know. Yeah,
3: you've got to yeah. look at them and be like, oh, yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. Oh, that would be a bit awkward, you know.
2: Yeah, would, I'd go them. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to have that attraction. Yeah, You've got to live with this person. And I, um, see, there's a lot of wisdom in uh, the Muslim marriage system. There's so much wisdom. And someone coming from a very, very open-minded um, upbringing, uh, not upbringing but, you know, what I ended up living yeah. Very open-minded. Um, but I'm telling you, none of this none of this pays off. Like, yeah. it's not very that cool to be so open-minded as it turns out. Um, it doesn't really get you anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot of wisdom with Muslim marriage. Like, don't try your best to not have so many feelings before you get married because these feelings <laughs> blind you. Yeah. You will sit there and say, that's a red flag, but it's blue. You will tell yourself, I swear, you'll sit there and tell your best mate that red flag is actually blue. Yeah. You will even have your best mate telling you that that flag is blue because you have told yourself, you've talked yourself into it, right? (laughs) Please just stop. Yeah. Impactuation period. The wisdom is again, back to the don't rush. Take your time. Mm -hmm. You take your time seriously. Just do things publicly, be creative. Go see someone at their sister's house. Go see someone. Um, have them come see you when you're with your family, mm. you know, or when you're with friends. If, if you're a revert and you don't have um, Muslim family that, that, you know, support the process of a Muslim, because most revert families, they kind of laugh at this Muslim marriage thing. Yeah, they yeah. don't take it seriously at all. Um, but get some, some of your friends and their husbands and do some group dates. Like do some group things at a restaurant where there's the husbands and the the wives. get that friendship thing going on, yeah, do you know what I mean? Keep things public there's no need to rush anything
3: mm. what's your what's your thoughts on um you know how like everyone's quick to interrogate the other person and try finding faults or the good things in them in regards to marriage.
2: do you know your own faults first though
3: that's the thing I was going to say what's your thoughts on things like um like cancelling before marriage, I'm not a married man. I'm still single, What's so ca- oh, counselling. Yeah, like you know, not yeah, counselling therapy not? before marriage, um, like marriage therapy, like and not even on the other person. I think and there's whether a
2: con- trend starting with this, and I think it's a good idea for education, marriage education, yeah. just to maybe touch on some things that you haven't done. But if you, I mean, I'm not saying go to the counselor every week. I'm definitely nah, not saying nah. that. If if you're doing that, there's probably a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of the main things I've got to say though, listen to your stakara, like. People don't – they'll do a staccara because they're, they're emotional over this person. Don't worry about telling your best mate the flag's blue yeah. when it's really red. You're, you're having, I will say to you, no, right, no, again and again. So, uh, you're, you're saying in your staccara, um, if it's good for me, let it happen easily. But then there's hurdles in the way but you're coming up with excuses for why that hurdle was there. Yeah. You're going to get hit by a street pole yeah, yeah. and still you'll say you did not get hit. That street pole was blown by the wind. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I
2: mean? Like yeah. it wasn't Allah telling me no mm. yeah. in Istikara. The wind made it blow that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know 100%. Listen to your Istikara because when you don't, what you're actually doing, you're. what else do you say in your Istikara? What's the rest of the dua? And if it's not good for me, replace it with better yeah.
0: and make me pleased with it. And
2: make me pleased with it. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're 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 wasting time with this mm. when it's never gonna work out. Mm. You can put ten years into mm. it. C- can I ask? You made yeah. a
0: comment just before about um, how you say like me and Allah are mates. And yeah. that's obviously, like, it's a perspective that we should have, like, it's like, you know, when they say, like, you should only complain to Allah and Allah should be the first person you go to. A lot of times it's not, unfortunately. It's just habits that we fall into, that we only ask, come to Allah when um, we need to. Why do you have a perspective that you and Allah have such a good relationship? Because like,
2: he blesses me so much. Okay. Yeah, he's so cool. Like, um, even when... He's good. He He understands, like... So when I, when, you know, I said I've got bipolar. So when I'm on a low, right, it's like, okay, he makes it easy for us. He says, do your five FUD prayers. You don't have to worry about the sunnas then. If it's hard for you, if, you're go- if it's going to make you, um,
1: like, make it difficult yeah.
2: or not fun or not, like, you're not enthusiastic to do it, better to just not do it for a minute. Do your FUD. And He's given us the way out. He's given us an easy way, right? So he's cool as right? Mm. And then like when when I'm good, I'm like, let's write sunnahs, sunnah sunnahs. like and that's yeah. that's all good. but um, you know and, and and as long as you give him that fud, like mm. you when you do your shahada, you you're, you're saying, okay, I'm gonna pray five times a day as well. that' it's, it's the same it's the contract you signed when you became a Muslim. Mm. Do your five prayers, hang in there when times are tough and I'm telling you, I don't wanna actually. I said to you I would I would tell people what just happened in my life that's very good, but I'm not actually gonna go into too I will, but not too much detail. I went for, I went for a job. Actually, sorry, yeah. I'm gonna interrupt you. So
0: um I didn't pray dhuhr, and I hadn't so I had an alarm. I have ten minutes. Go So if you want I'm gonna have a to qu- yeah, have a quick break. And yeah, and then yeah we can good idea. My okay? leg's actually okay. heading a lot. That's fine. He's a gun.
3: He, like, he sets out his recording days. Because, honestly, it's kind of easy as well, like, your content batching. If you do eight episodes, for us, we release weekly. <coughs> so, that would be for two months straight almost, yeah. you know? So, he'll start, like, at nine o'clock, have his, like, script. And it just means that he's free for, like, the next, like, I don't know, month or so to do yeah. whatever the hell he wants. You know what I mean? Mm. But yeah. um,
0: we're, sure. we're back. And we're going to touch on your story. But before that, I just wanted to know what podcast you guys listen to. You know, I'm a, a, be, a big
2: YouTube um islamic speaker person okay like, like i love more. learning lectures and my favorite is yasir khadi yeah. yeah do you have a favorite series or lecture he did oh so uh, when i go out camping in the bush yeah. and i'm in a tent on my own i like listening to the Jin one i knew she was gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> it's That's like so the much lecture, fun like yeah i love it yeah. i love, I love it <laughs> because when you understand there's nothing to be scared of yeah, for Sure. I'm not really scared of anything. Mm. Just wait. <laughs> and then um, I love the history one he does Listen. on the, the shaping of the modern world. Oh, in yeah, yeah one, I love yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I love that Omar Suleiman one, the three-hour one on the angel. Gabriel. I love yeah. this one. Yeah. I w- yeah.
1: It's just got so Umar
2: cool. Omar
3: Suleiman's got the gift of the gab. Like, yes. Like he can, and yasser Qadhi's got it. Through, so I can understand yes. like within the 10 you almost feel like, they're speaking to you, or like
2: this is bringing up a conversation we had earlier. I want to just have a chat about this. Yeah, go minute. for it. This cancel culture. Yeah, you got sp- a speaker doing so much good for the community, right? He's yeah. done, and then there's one difference of opinion, and WhatsApp, and everything's blowing up. Cancel them, cancel them, cancel. Who do you think you are? Mm. Who do you think you are? Mm. Do you think that honestly, you're doing the community a favor? You're actually backbiting you're at, you're not you're not telling people and warning the community about um they're doing something so wrong that you have to warn the community about them they have a difference of opinion on you or something Was there like was a specific twisted?
0: example Well both of them Omar um, Suleiman and Yasser Qadi have had have quite both a lot had, of backlash. Yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. yeah like and I've heard
0: people say don't listen to either of them Yeah for yeah. sure yeah. this is wrong this yeah. is cancel culture oh, There was one guy like cancel culture. My brother and I we like this guy on Instagram like he just posts some we say just General everyday topic. He's an Islamic, uh, um, popular guy on Instagram. Yeah, and he did a post, and obviously, you know, when you're young and you're not married yet, yeah. all the girls are bored. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he, he he pretty much ma- he wrote a caption once. He goes, "I'd never marry a girl that listens to Omar Suleiman." And when I th- I send that to Ali and I'm like my brother and I'm You've like, "You've
2: joined the herd of sheep. But
1: just like, like cancel like, him out."
0: You know, and then even like us, one time we shared. You know, he's thirty for thirty series. Mm. Yeah, nice, like very, very up, good. Got a nice one. Very it's good. Like, Three four minutes talks about either like the grave jannah Jahannam. yeah like, you know James. beautiful and mm-hmm. the backlash isn't even on that It's on another topic yeah but someone goes you know because cause you guys if you guys you guys should put this down you shouldn't be promoting him yeah. I would I'm not going to listen to you guys anymore
2: and I'm good like, go somewhere <laughs> else mate bye <laughs> see ya <laughs> don't want your type round I see that this is negativity it's not good one day I will make him I've made plenty of mistakes in my life. Um, You know, and and because I'm being open about my past, that probably can't be used against me. But one day, one day, because it's the nature of life, that one day, who's to say there won't be fitna about me? And are you all going to turn against me? Or are you Mm. you just going to have a brain and go, there's more to this story? Yeah. Yeah? Mm. Because I'd like to think that all my friends and my good Muslim brothers and sisters have a brain yeah mm. this is another reason why i converted um there's a lot of terrorist attacks happening yeah in the media this and that and i think at the time when i converted it was the guy in the uk had stabbed someone some guy and he had, someone was filming him and he came up to the camera and he was very nice and he goes look i just he came to my home he came to my country and killed my you know it's the way he said it you know i obviously am not agreeing with what he did yeah, yeah. at all Mm. But it just took a minute to not jump on the bandwagon with everyone else. You know what I mean? And say, hang on, the media is up to something here. You know, the media is up to something like they're promoting one way and everyone's jumping on the bandwagon like, hate Islam, hate Islam, hate Islam. Mm. But it takes someone with a brain to sort of look at it for a minute and go, there's more to this than meets the eye. And it's those people that we're seeing a lot of them convert.
3: For so, sure, yeah. yeah. So the logic side of things. I, I've heard like
0: because yeah. uh, I'm a big YouTube watcher as well. There's a lot of famous uh, Muslim YouTube stars. Yeah, and they, a lot of times they become famous at the start through the Muslim community, and then they branch out because you know maybe their um, ideas, like they want to reach a bigger audience, stuff like that, which is yeah. pretty fine, you know. But a lot of the times they, um, like a lot of them have came out, like I know three four that I can name. They've said like the Muslim community is the most harsh on them. And yeah. it's like, obviously, look, if they're doing something unislamic, it's clearly, uh, it's, you know, it's maybe understandable that some people want to comment. But the level that it goes to, like anything you can do, you can just get thousands of messages, like about doing something haram. And it just, they'll always put you down and they won't be supportive. And then you have other communities that do support you. So where do you think they're going to um, gravitate yeah, towards? that can
2: put us on how Melbourne Muslims started, actually, at the mosque, yeah. Which, mo- uh, which uh, oh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter which yeah. mosque. Okay. Look, they have all got their good sides, and you know. Then there's been some unwelcoming moments at some of them, but um, it's not the mosque itself; it's the people in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. So um, you go to a mosque and you see these little groups sitting around, and so then you see a revert or someone that might, for whatever reason, be at the mosque on their own, and um, he stops to wonder what's going through their head. Do you know? So that's how I'm started started.
0: Did you guys meet at the mosque? When did you I? guys meet?
1: <sighs> we met. We
2: met somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we met one Ramadan. I we met at iftar during Ramadan <laughs> was it Al-Sarat? at Al Sarat. Yeah. I actually that's worked. I actually worked there now. So that's what I was talking about earlier. So I <laughs> I think Allah's was my best friend because he blesses me with. Um, you know, I went there looking for a job as a receptionist, and he they, they May Allah reward them because they looked at my resume and said, You've just done all these years studying animals. Anyway, I'm not going to disclose everything that's going on yet, but yeah. I'll give you an example of where it's heading. Yeah, inshallah. Um, the second day of me working at this job, and with my past, they, and I said to them, Look, this is the situation. Um, you know, I don't want you guys in a position where you're vulnerable to fitna from the community. Like, you have to be on board with this. May Allah reward them. Um, they went above and beyond yeah and this is what we should be doing you know giving someone don't give someone your home home brand tin veggies give them a good brand you Mm. know it's sort of that mentality yeah give people the best of what you can give them this is really what you do when you help someone and and they they did it with me the second day of work i was helping a goat give birth you know what i mean so i've been studying animals thinking oh you know I have to work these jobs in restaurants and whatever because it's all I'm worth and it's all, you know, it's all I can get because of my past. No, mm. no.
0: But do you, so you uh, work at
2: Al-Sirat and yeah, they have I'm a, at they've, got a f- they've got a farm. Okay,
0: cause I'm thinking it's they've
2: a school of kids. No, <laughs> <laughs> the second give yeah.
1: yeah, they've got a farm there. Yeah. They've got ho- they do horse riding classes. And this is why Sarah thinks Allah's her best friend. And yeah, because he the gave me this job. on the second day, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's wow. there, gloves on, yeah. <laughs> delivering <laughs> a go.
2: It was a stillborn, but I'm still like, look what Allah gave me. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. Okay>.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> alhamdulillah.
2: Yes. So the, and that's my advice to people that have got a past. Your, trans, your Transfer your skills. You have got skills. And this is not just people with a past anybody, right? Um, Allah has given us certain skills that we excel at and then we've all got our struggles as mm. well right turn those skills and and use them to do good mm. yeah and that's
1: how you started uh, yeah with all the Muslims. like I, mean, I used to
2: be about dealing and making money and like yeah i made more money i got more better gear you know all this rubbish but now it's like the reward system is in islam right allah allah says you know you do one good deed i'm gonna give you 70 to 700 or something like this good deeds yeah um you go to do a good deed but you don't do it you still get a good deed and if you do a bad deed you get one bad deed so my shifty little head i'm going wow i can't really get this wrong yeah can i so this is how melbourne muslim has started um we saw a need for a fun hello place for girls to meet and do stuff um and and you gotta, you gotta substitute. You gotta give. You gotta give. You gotta give that environment where it's good mm. and fun. Was this intention at the start for reverts? Because both of you are reverts. The first event we did, a girl was in jail, and I know I can tell this story mm. because I've, she, I know I've got her permission, um, but without saying who it is, she, her boyfriend was a drug dealer. Her husband, sorry, her husband, and he was in jail, and he was getting out soon. But she was um she was doing so well, Allah, when she when he was inside. Yeah. And she had such high hopes that when he gets out he's he said he's going to be a good Muslim. But we knew otherwise, yeah. We knew otherwise. So I thought, right, we've got to do she just got married um to him not long before and we sort of went right, let's do an event. We'll use the excuse of it being like her wedding party or something like this. Mm. And we got below Assad to do a talk there, Mm. yeah, at at the Preston Mosque. Mm. Ma'ala award them. They helped. And and we had got food and, you know, we had this talk and then we all hung around. And the the intent behind that was for her to meet sisters. So when it does go bad, we knew he was going to come out and we knew she was going to get back on drugs. We knew it was inevitable. We knew that... But we also knew that one day, because she's got a brain, um, she would come looking for home again. And she did. Yeah, she did. Absolutely. And now this girl is working, um, you know.
1: It, she's working out in the community herself. She's doing such an amazing so example. well. Yeah, mm.
2: and She's my sister. Not, yeah. my, not my real sister. Oh, yeah, biological. <laughs> yeah. She actually yeah. taught me how to pray in jail. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So see that the reward... Allah, we don't know what thing we do sticks in people's heads, and mm-hmm. um, and we see that all the time with Melbourne Muslims. You know,
1: Sarah would often like message sisters and ask them to come to the mosque on Saturday night because we know like a lot of revert sisters, all their friends are going out on a Saturday night yeah. and it just became a replacement for that. Like, let's get together on a Saturday night and give them an alternative.
2: Saturday night at the mosque, yeah. mate. <laughs> Started yeah. a new trend. <laughs> 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 but it was, it was so it much worked. fun. It worked, it yeah. worked, you know. Yeah. Yeah, And then
1: we'd go to Bilal Assad's talks for the free on pizza the, on The free Thursday. pizza. <laughs> yeah,
2: don't worry about the Tim Tams. We've upgraded yeah. the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: mate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you don't know. You don't know what little thing that you put into the mix is going to have an impact on people. You just don't know. And, you know, you've just got to – there's an opportunity to get reward in, like, everything you do throughout the day, isn't there? Like, when you think about it, Allah sure. gives us marriage because – it's, you know, you can get reward doing this, 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 and this. But you can also get that reward doing just normal everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. The way we go to the bathroom, the way we, if you're walking, try doing every second step. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah, subhanAllah, subhanAllah. The strong believer is better than the weak believer. And and this is just reminding me because um, Munir from Zakat Foundation did a talk. He came to our not not yesterday hike, the hike before, and he, he was saying like, MashaAllah, you're all out here getting strong. And the, the strong believer is better than the weak believer. And then he was saying, you know, like every step, how many steps have we just done today? Like thousands of steps. I think we did eight kilometers. Mm. And um, how many steps, but how many of you sat there going, subhanAllah, 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 subhanAllah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can be getting reward every second of the day. You know, you can. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So you guys are now pushing Muslim, uh, Melbourne Muslims because even having a camp, and now yeah. if you're trying to buy some units and stuff, it's not like you're just doing because it's like not to belittle it, but there's a lot of organisations that have yeah. small events at the mosque and small meetups. Like, it's and this very, is great. It's very good. You still need it, yeah. But to be on the level of saying, "Hey, I want to buy units to offer housing." Hey, we have camps. Hey, yep. we have you know these big events. This there's only like three or four organisations at that level. And so I hope I hope doing. by
2: us doing it, we inspire other people to do it. You mm. cannot get enough of stuff like this. And when you've got an organization, it's not about saying, "Right, you're with my organization. You're staying with me. Don't go to any other organization." No, this is this is that control thing.
1: Mm. Yeah, we've got to work together. And you've got each to each other out. encourage
2: people to go to uh, and look at other things. Mm. Do other things. Get the let people grow. Yeah, yeah let people grow.
0: I wanted to – it's probably going to um, – I wanted to t- have a touching note about this Get A Life camp. Yes. Cause oh, some people, so cool. Because obviously there's going <laughs> to be, be, be brothers listening to this and maybe when they hear Melbourne Muslims, they're like, yeah. You know, maybe a lot of – maybe most of the events are catered <laughs> towards females. So obviously if there is something for the brothers, you know, obviously Inshallah we'll put um, your Instagram, Facebook, so people can, you know, follow and maybe come on the hikes.
2: Yeah. But this, what's this Get A Life camp? It's a youth camp. It's mad. Were you what's talking about like, – under so between 15 and 30 okay. <laughs> so it's a very broad <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's men and women obviously very respectfully something we're big on as well is facilitating a place where people can learn to interact respectfully mm. because as a westerner coming into the muslim community one of the things i noticed very quickly was that a lot of muslim brothers and sisters that they, they don't They've been sheltered they don't know how to interact respectfully so if when the situation does come up which it will one day they don't know what to do and sure. you know so it's this is not good mm.
1: and uh, another purpose of the camp was to talk about like taboo, taboo and subjects controversial topics yes so like,
2: pornography okay. drugs and alcohol do I'm you guys just, run the camp or is there like a yeah, team
0: is no. there like speakers you try to bring What. It, yeah. We,
2: we just had Bilal Ismail from South Africa come over. Beautiful. We have Bilal Assad, Nina Fashik. Lucy. For each topic we'll have yeah. someone that's Different. an
1: expert in that field. Yeah. So oh. Dean Musad talking about yeah. um yeah, addiction, whether it be pornography addiction, social media. Online addiction, dangers, yeah. And yeah, things like that. And then having psychologists yeah. like Dr. Lucy Veraway. She's so good. Yeah. She's very really good. She's yeah, so amazing. She's a episode. revert sister as yeah, well. well. We'll hook yeah. you up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to get a list of all the people you yeah. can <laughs> No, it's, it's
2: reward for us. It's That's true. the thing. Yeah. It's reward. Like, yeah. why would I not want that reward? I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast in 10, 20 years.
1: Well, we're in we don't know. Dean Mossad and um, Muhammad Fench <laughs> and they met at our first Get A Life event, you know, and now yeah, they're we working didn't know. together. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. So we're yeah. getting the reward for everything they're doing, and yeah. they are doing some big stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Subhanallah, May yeah. Allah reward yeah. them.
0: When's the next Get A Life camp?
2: January next year,
0: okay, so you do it in the summer yeah okay, beautiful yeah.
2: next year um there'll definitely be aircon it <laughs> 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 we accidentally we, we accidentally didn't um order aircon <laughs> 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 I thought there was aircon there, but yeah. no, it turned out there wasn't, but it was a really good camp. it was really good, you know people will do it. We ended up doing a hike, and twenty people got lost and <laughs> like but everyone's still reciting karatas there, you mm. know. Hiking along, like, <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Like, um, it was just beautiful, it was really beautiful. Like, so the next year's one, I'm not going to say who we're talking to to come get speaking, but I'll definitely, but you hook guys get some up. big names, man. guys. Yeah, yeah, I'll you guys, definitely hook his up yeah. if he comes
0: here. I'm going to use that tactic, hassle them 20 messages, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <hassle laughs> don't give yes. up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. a very good one. Was there yeah. anything you wanted to say before we ended? Um, okay, well, it's obviously with people, inshallah, can find you at Melbourne Muslims. Yeah. Is there any maybe like parting advice, comments? Because there's a lot of advice in this episode, a be, lot of takeaways. Yeah,
2: be good to people, man, seriously. Because by doing good to people, you're doing good to yourself. Yeah, and you're doing – because why? Why are you doing good to yourself? Because that's what Allah wants from us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So this is – every time you do something, just think, um, is this going to bring reward or is it going to bring – not reward Mm. are you all right in the head Mm. get your reward let's go to Jannah. what are we wasting Mm. time for let's go you know this dunya is a few hours Jannah time i'm always going on about this yeah it's a few hours we're going to be there in like an hour and be like hey remember that time we did that fair dinkum podcast (laughs) (laughs) how much reward do you reckon we got from it Mm. yeah like you know and because Allah says this dunya is only like the time between Duhua and Asa, is it? I definitely a day be, or part of a day. Yeah, and day or a part, part of, of a day. day is, yeah. yeah, I could definitely getting I could definitely be getting all the Islamic stuff wrong. I I'm not <laughs> good at quoting. Sarah Don't quote me. <laughs> Especially when I say, Oh, let's walk, it's only five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we accidentally took everyone on it was meant to be an eight kilometer hike. It yeah. was twenty. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa, that's <laughs> a big difference, man. Yeah, I got in trouble. I got in trouble here. off the board for that one. But yeah. now I've learned my lesson now. I've got to stick to a map. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: you have any parting advice? Maybe something you wanted to bring up? I was just going to
1: add to what Sarah said is that, yeah, in doing good for others and helping others, like sometimes it's hard when you're working with people, you know, whether it be a revert or people in the community, you might – give up at times thinking you're not hearing from them and like I know myself when I first became Muslim I got many messages from sisters at the mosque and stuff and it was really hard to reciprocate or yeah to meet up with them I didn't I didn't feel like I could do it but I think it's important just to keep being there for people and not give up um yeah you don't know what it means to someone at the end of the day even if you're not getting anything back Mm.
0: yeah yeah that's beautiful. Honestly, it was, it was an amazing episode. Jazakallah <laughs> khairam. We really hope this episode benefits uh, all the listeners. So do I. Hope I you guys inshallah. enjoyed the episode. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week.